Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 208, recorded live on Sunday, June 5th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who most definitely was not prepared for today's show, Dave Pillay. Sorry. And the man who waited patiently, very, very patiently. As he always does. Andy Lowe. Hi. I think I went out in the got the better co-host part of the deal. Oh. Andy, I can't record this weekend. We have to do it on Friday. Andy, I can't record this weekend. We have to do it on Sunday. Oh, shit. I left my headset at the other recording place. Andy, I'll be back. I don't know why you still do this with me. <laughs> because I would have to train another monkey then. Oh, I see. You could put him in a tuxedo, though. <laughs> oh, man, that's classic. Isn't it? I don't even remember the last time we brought up the monkey in the tuxedo. I don't know. Probably about a year ago, because it's almost time for E3 again. Oh, Yes. If you are currently listening to this um, the day after it aired, well, could you really say that the podcast aired mostly? Um, well, it doesn't go out on the airwaves, but no. we still use the same terminology. Just like dialing a phone. We don't put it in a can either. Shows can be canned, though. Can shows, kind of like our random can topic spots. recaps. Yep. Or clip <laughs> shows, according to what Johnny said. <laughs> we have a clip show every couple of weeks. Kate is arguing against that. She can argue against it all she likes. It is a clip show. So yes, E3 is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on when you listen to it. Tomorrow. Or it's currently going on. I suppose. I, I, I'm i not doing the relative time thing. It's coming out tomorrow. Um, It's actually not coming out tomorrow then, Dave. Oh, when is it coming out? It's on Tuesday. Tuesday through really? Thursday, yes. Oh, I thought it started on Monday. No. No. Um, June 7th through 9th. Okay, but Sony's keynote is June 6th. No. No, it's not. Well, if you look at our topics, Sony's E3 2011 press conference will be streaming live in PlayStation Home June 6th, 5 p.m. Huh. Oh, yeah, okay, so I'm looking at the E3 schedule. Microsoft Keynote, Monday at 10 a.m., well, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. EA is at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft is Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Sony is Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And then and Tuesday. And when is Nintendo? Is Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> And so I guess Wednesday and Thursday Thursday is um hold on, we missed that at the keynote. Let's go back and talk to somebody. Yeah. So perhaps E three is officially starting Tuesday. Yeah. Uh but everyone's having their pressers on Monday. <laughs> Except for Nintendo. Who is waiting patiently on piles and piles of cash. So um the topics actually I kinda of steered away from E three because that's going to be all of next week's show. Yeah, you might have wanted to share that with me. Why? Well, because I posted one or two things. Not many. Well, okay. I, I actually stayed away. I mean, there's all the talk about the NGP. Sony's NGP, and then there's the Wii 2 talk as well. Yep. 
There is a, a cool little post I made about uh, a leaked screen for Soul Calibur Five. Oh, Soul Calibur. And I would like to point out, next Sunday, next Friday, not even next Sunday, next Friday is the 10th. Which means? Which means Doomsday. What? Next Friday is the 10th, and that must be Doomsday. Uh, how? Because that's the only thing now that can prevent Duke Nukem Forever from being released. <laughs> it has officially gone gold. It is being printed and distributed. Their demo's out. The demo is out. The playable demo is out for people who pre-ordered. Technically, I think the the uh, whole demo is hacked, so everybody could play it. Ooh. It's probably what we played at uh, 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 PAX. Most likely. But that was an but odd it, connection. It, you went from Soul Calibur to Duke Nukem. Well, just because these are the, the kind of leaks and games that are immediately upon us. Ah. And you're, you wanted to stay away from E3, so I'm trying to stay away from E3. Actually, I did post uh, one E3 topic. Yeah? The fact that Microsoft is saying Xbox is now a home entertainment brand. As opposed to a console? I I don't know. The the VP what, of corporate communications... What does a home entertainment brand constitute? Uh, what makes a home entertainment brand? Well, here this is his quotes, okay? Yeah. For the last 10 years at Microsoft, we've been turning up the heat on how we think about Xbox, and next week at E3, you will get a chance to see how far we've come. Something interesting has happened in the last few years. While people are still playing a ton of video games... We've made money. For... <laughs> None of this MST3K. Oh. 40% of all Xbox activity is now non-game. Put, an, put another way, we're seeing an average of 30 hours of video consumption per month per Xbox, a number that is growing fast. And people are expecting more. More options, more games, more videos, more entertainment. So what they're really saying is we've made a Netflix box. Yeah. They, they want the Xbox... The, the, uh, Xbox to be the home entertainment set-top box, the center of the living room, and a, the device that friends and family gravitate towards. Wasn't that what Sony wanted with the PlayStation 3, which is why they put in a Blu-ray player? Yes. Like, we want this to be the center of your living room, family room, whatever. We want this to be what you connect to first. So Microsoft is now saying what Sony said four years ago, five years ago? Yes. Okay. This is newsworthy? It's Well, it seems very... This is what it said. Next Monday at E3 in LA, the Xbox Home Entertainment Pot will be boiling over during a 90-minute event that you can view live on wherever. Xbox Live slash yeah. the internet slash... Yeah, would that event happen to coincide with their keynote address? Um, since I think their keynote address is a 90-minute keynote, then yes. Okay. I did see... Because Kotaku every year does this fantastic little feature about how well the company kept their promises from E3. Oh, yeah. And Microsoft has learned. Last year, almost every commitment they made came true. Now, if you recall, perhaps you know you, you might be as confused as I am about time sequences and when things happen. Uh, last year's E3, one year ago, was the announcement of the Kinect and the announcement of the, well, the official announcement of the Kinect, I should say, and the announcement of the PlayStation Move. Yes. Where those poor two engineers from Sony were brought up on the stage and said, ah, uh, here's a prototype that we've kind of been dicking around with. 
we threw this code together in about three days. It was a long night last night. Who goes first this year? Does Microsoft goes first again, right? Yeah, they've. I think they've always gone first. I wonder what Microsoft is going to do that Sony... Well, but Sony's the same day now, so they can't pull what they pulled last year. Yeah. Thank God. That was so bad. Anyways, the Kinect and the Move were both revealed last year and promised, and people said, oh, look at what we're going to do. And all of Microsoft's stuff was spot on, except Milo. Yeah, when is Milo going to show up? Never. <laughs> I, think, I think Microsoft just realized that, hey... Well, or was it Sony that showed off Milo? That was Microsoft. It was the Kinect. Okay. But Milo was never really supposed to be a game. Milo was, hey, look at what we can do with the technology now. Ah, uh, okay. Milo I... was Peter Molyneux's wet dream. <laughs> Anyways, I haven't gotten to see the, the Sony or Nintendo ones, but Microsoft did fairly well. Could you link that? Because I'm trying to find it on the Kotaku webpage. And... Uh, I'd have to find it again. <laughs> I, their whole new layout is making it hard to... One year later, E3, Microsoft, Kotaku. I love how you're giving away our researching secrets. Google. <laughs> One year later, did Microsoft keep their E3 promises? I have to go back to the podcast. I have to log in. <laughs> it's not my fault switched... you had to switch computers. Yeah, shush. I'm just sitting here, happy as a clam. Well, not really happy as a clam. It has not been my day. probably happier than a clam. I can't imagine a clam's life is very happy. You just get to sit around all day. Yeah, and do what? I I don't know. Sit. Microsoft E3 2010 promises create. There you go. It's now at the bottom of the page. Why did you add more links? <laughs> Um, since I was sitting around waiting for you. Because we don't have enough. We have, we have a plethora to choose from. Yes. You, you realize plethora is a negative thing, right? A plethora is too much. Oh. Oops. <laughs> so anyway. Um, uh, they're, they, they really, I mean, a lot of the ones that didn't come out were, were, either still in production and they said it'll be out in more than a year or and they, they just did a very good job. All right, anyway. So let's see if they've got that. <laughs> Should we try and do something that's not E3 since E3 hasn't happened yet? Well, but we can do the E3 of last year because there's also the Nintendo and the Sony ones. Oh, did you find those? Yeah. Oh, here. okay. I will. I, I can link those as well if you'd prefer. Nintendo, Sony... If you just click on the Keeping Them Honest tag. Where is the tag on? Right above the title. Oh, that's where the tags got moved to. Okay. Why is this computer so slow? I don't know. Nintendo E3 2010 promises. You could just do the Kotaku.com slash Keeping Them Honest tag. that has all three I of could. them. But I could also just link all three individually and thus increase our topic list by three instead of by one. Do you? Do we really need to increase our topic list? All right, so, too late. <laughs> Nintendo. Okay, Nintendo. Skyward Sword, no. NBA, NBA Jam, Jam was not an exclusive. No. Mario Sports, yes. Mario Sport, yeah. That Just was Dance 2. Oh, I missed one, yeah. We Party, Just Dance 2. Golden Sun, what the... Did you never play Golden Sun? I don't have a DS. 
Oh, that's right. It was for GBA originally. It was? Yeah. Yes, but I don't have a GBA either. Granted, I could pick up a um, DS Lite now for $99. That's a pretty good price. Yep. This is just, wow, this is recent too, this last weekend. Um, it actually is starting today, Sunday, June 5th. Okay, um, that's impressive. So um, if you want to get your hands on a DS Lite, now would be the time before they disappear, my guess Forever. is. The 3D... Do you think that's what they're doing, is they're trying to just move the inventory? That's what I'm thinking. That's what normally happens. That's what happened well, with the arcade they, they before haven't... it disappeared. That's what happened with the old PS3s before they disappeared. But they haven't said, we're terminating the line. They just said, we think that these should be cheaper now. Uh I don't know. 3DS, Nintendo managed to smack. Uh, Sony, 2010 will be the year of 3D. No. No. <laughs> A 3D monopoly. No. No. Um, Move came out. Yes. That's... It It did. We, we can't argue that. Move did come out. It's Excuse sitting me. on Brian's shelf. How often does Brian use it? Not very. Let me put it this way. We break out the full kit of Rock Band more often than we break out Move. Okay. Uh, PSP is going dead. I could see that. Uh, the PSN. <laughs> um. PSN Plus, they, they did indeed add a price, um, but the... the the security breach kind of fucked them over. Mm-hmm. So Sony really, and there was the the Steam integration with Portal Two, which did happen to a point. No, it did happen. I know, but the the fact that the save games couldn't really be yeah transferred. So, but yes, the uh, PS3 did get in, integrated into Steam. Yeah, but that was more Valve than Sony. <laughs> yeah. So, all in all, not the best year for Sony Entertainment. No, especially since they actually just got hacked again. Yep, I saw that. I saw it on our topic list. I wasn't going to go quite there yet, but I suppose we can. Um, A hacker group called LulzSec, which I I don't get what... Is it like Love Security or sect Possibly. like a... I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, what did they do, Andy? They hacked Sony Pictures and Sony BMG. So and music they, and movies? Yeah, they posted what appeared to be stolen email addresses and passwords of about 50,000 people who registered for one of three Sony promotional sweepstakes. Oh, joy. I think I signed up for one of those, but I'm not sure. There's actually sites where you can check. Ah, the announcement said the group pulled off the hack using a simple SQL injection vulnerability. Oh my goodness. Oh shit, son. <laughs> really? They really? didn't sanitize their input? That's what they said. Oh, damn. It had more access to more than a million consumer accounts, but wasn't able to grab all the data due to a lack of resources on our part. <laughs> yeah, consumer accounts, nothing. If they were, I mean, it, that means they had raw access to the database. Oh, with an S. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete. I love how this group. Sony needs to invest in a security firm now. (laughs) I wonder if that's going to be one of their E3 announcements. We've upped our security. (laughs) Just to let you guys know. Uh, I don't know. I'd I'd be willing to bet. uh, uh, What's his name? Crap. The VP of like everything. Oh, um, Butler. Something. Butler. Uh, he'll make a joke about it at some point. Hey, his Twitter feed's finally back up in action. 
Is it actually? Well, it was never actually him. I know, but it was. I he wasn't posting enjoy, during the whole network yeah. debacle. I did enjoy. Uh, I think it was last year's E3 when he came on stage. Yeah, and what he had to say, and and he was absolutely correct because he was talking about the console wars of present day and saying this is stupid it shouldn't be about oh this has a better game oh this is better graphics it should be we're all gamers and we should all get along but you know what's not gonna happen no absolutely not it's like the people who are um madden versus people who are not i don't see those groups getting along all that well yeah but these, oh, but, um, say, I mean, I, you know, we aren't, you and I are not Madden players, but we both pick up like NCAA. We both have played Madden. True. So where does that put us? Does that mean people respect us less? I'm not sure I actually want to know the answer to that. <laughs> <sighs> so this group of hackers also hacked um, PBS's website. Okay. Which, if you go after PBS, I just, that's just mean. Yeah. PBS but, isn't. Anyone? Frontline did an hour-long documentary on WikiLeaks, and so they hacked the website in protest, and they added a fake news story to the PBS NewsHour blog reporting that the deceased rapper Tupac had been found alive and well in New Zealand. <laughs> that would be funny. Mm-hmm. But still, you're going after PBS? I mean, come on. It's just, it's just sad. Yeah. Like, I see going after Sony, going after Microsoft, going after the government, but PBS... But PBS, they're, they're so friendly. They have, the, they have Sesame Street. <laughs> Why would you go after Sesame Street? Maybe you don't like cookies. Hey, cookies are a sometimes food. <laughs> now is sometimes. <laughs> oh, did you see the... Uh, Speaking of, sorry, Sesame Street to Muppets, did you see the preview for the Muppet movie? I, you know, I haven't seen the preview for it. I just found out about it like three days ago, but I went through IMDb and looked at the character, not the characters, but the the actors. There are some huge names dropping in on this movie. I know, but if you have a chance, go watch the preview. I think the title is like Green with Envy or something like that. Really? Or if you go see Pirates of the Caribbean, it's before that movie as well, because Muppets and Disney are now together. Yeah, um, and in fact, one of the actors, I'm trying to remember who, Jason Siegel, Yes. One of the writers, who is also an actor. Forgetting uh, Sarah Marshall, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, he's in Ann Arbor right now. What is Jason Siegel doing in Ann Arbor? Well, I assume working on his newest movie, since there's a huge group of people, all with giant trailers and camera equipment, in Ann Arbor. Which is funny, because I thought the Michigan film credit thing was all... Oh, but that's going to be effective at some point, and if they'd already started here, they aren't going to just pack up and leave. Yeah. Uh, Jason Siegel, Emily Blunt, shooting the five-year engagement. Yep, shot in Ann Arbor. Somebody spotted him yesterday on State and North University. I was at State and North U yesterday. Everyone's at State and North U. It's the Diag! <laughs> Took you a second there. That's that's the center of of the mixing between downtown and campus. That's the Michigan theater area. That's anyways. I was thinking, by the way. Yes. Would you be interested in a uh, Hollywood Stock Exchange League? God, I haven't touched the Hollywood Stock Exchange in forever. I think it would be fun to start a league. Let me see what my HSX account is at. It, it, it will tell me how long it's been since I've been there by how many um, stocks I 
still own. Because most of them probably have cashed out, and probably most of my account is. Just what the hell with- is my password? <laughs> That's how long I haven't been here. <laughs> um, perhaps now is not the best time to do this, Andy. Hold on, I gotta... No, no, after you yelled at me last week for looking at Lifehacker... Your Hollywood Exchange account information. Oh, that's an old password. Andy! Old password. Focus. Do you okay. know how many topics we have? Speaking of focusing and cameras, Apple applied for a new patent. Yeah. That's not actually... Well, it's camera-based, but it's not actually... Cam- it, they put a patent okay. for infrared, basically broadcasters... That will interface with the iOS and your camera okay. to basically insert metadata into your video recording or tell your camera that it's not allowed to. Hence, you know, at places like E3 where certain times photography is prohibited. What? Yeah. The, the patent office on June wait, 2nd wait, got but the... you app- could just cover the sensor. <laughs> well, it says that... Um, well, Apple does a lot of patents yeah. that oftentimes never come up. Okay, so the uh, Apple's patent describes systems and methods for receiving infrared data with a camera designed to detect images based on visible light. Uh, could include a camera and circuitry coupled to the camera. The circuitry could determine whether each image detected by the camera includes an infrared signal with encoded data. So they basically saying they'll put a second sensor on the phone itself on the iOS device that will receive an infrared pulse. Look at this, and like it has receive IR on off. Why would you ever leave it on? (laughs) What would be the point? Maybe there's other. Where's the benefit? What data could they add to the picture that would be good? I'm not exactly sure. I'm trying to think of something. Maybe something music related, like uh, oh, infrared. (laughs) I'm waiting. Um, okay, here we go. An example of why this would be incorporated into cameras is explained as follow. A transmitter could be located adjacent to a museum exhibit, and its infrared signal could include encoded data that represents information about the exhibit. Or the infrared I could signal could include little sign next to the picture. <laughs> that is true. If you're at a museum, normally there is a thing saying what you're looking at is this. Or I could take a picture with Google goggles, and it would be like, oh, this is what you're looking at. This is the weirdest, stupidest patent I've ever... Well, no, I've I actually seen someone try to patent a stick, so I can't say it's the stupidest. But what the fuck? Basically, they're trying to say there are other ways of doing this, but basically this patent will say, hey, you can put out infrared signals that will uh, prevent wow. illegal image capturing. Yeah, and only for <laughs> iOS devices. Yes. Like, really, who would be dumb enough to add this to their device? My guess is you're going to buy the iPhone 5. It's going to be in there. Yeah, but why? I don't know. I think this is Apple banking on the music industry wanting to pay so that they can start blocking people from taking pictures. (laughs) Of a live concert. But that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because half the attendees are going to have Android phones and regular cameras. (laughs) Okay, continuing with cameras, because, yeah, it just seems stupid. Yeah. Um, Some students at MIT 
wanted to find out what makes an image memorable. Okay. Which would be hard to do because it's a visual science and therefore is up to interpretation. Right. But they actually found some consistency with what makes a picture memorable. So what they did okay. is they made took a database of 10,000 images of all shapes and sizes and what's in the picture. Right. And they put it through Mechanical Turk, which is Amazon's, I guess, crowdsourcing. Sourcing, yeah. Um, and so they were sh- people were showing a bunch of images, and some of them were repeated, and the task was to press a button on the keyboard when an image appeared that they had already seen. Hmm. And so using hundreds of people and thousands of pictures, they started to realize what makes a picture memorable is the human element. Interesting. So if you have a person in the picture... It's more memorable. It's more memorable. Or if you have things that are... Um, human size, if that makes any sense. Like a picture of a row, a produce aisle in the grocery. And uh, maybe a picture of like a bowling ball. Things that are human size rather than things that are grandiose, like landscape pictures. Right. Well, does that include architecture, though? Like, would a, a picture of a gigantic church be more memorable? Um, I'm going to guess no. I don't know. I mean, it's a human product. But it's still not something that's on a human scale. Scale, right. If you took a picture of maybe the church doors, maybe that might be more memorable than the actual church. So these these students figured it out, and then they also used machine learning to basically create an algorithm. To say whether or not an image would be memorable? Yeah. Now, they tested this over short-term memory. I wonder if they could go back and test it long-term. The researchers are now doing a follow-up study to test longer-term memorability of images. Well, there you go. I Walk love it, Dave. When you that one, you just boom. You're welcome, Andy. <laughs> I just line them up for you. Oh, uh, so good. Okay. Uh, you misspelled world, by the way. <gasps> Walled IPv6 day. <laughs> right, Dave, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna. Um, I spelled world correctly. I'm taking a screenshot. <laughs> Fine. I'll leave it misspelled. <laughs> oh no, you can go fix it. I just I took a screenshot for, for my own keepsake. For blackmail? No. Why blackmail you for what? Misspelling a word? <laughs> I'd have an easier time blackmailing you for X specially. Right. Anyway. Show um, me where the X is in the word, Andy. There is none. Right. Anyway. Anyways. World IPv6 day. That just does not roll off the tongue. They need a better name. <laughs> New internet. Okay, so what about IPv6? Well, we all know that it's coming out sooner or later, most likely later. Soon, no, most, most likely sooner because we're out of IPv4. Good point. Okay, so most likely sooner than later. So on um, Wednesday, June 8th, uh, Google, Facebook, Yahoo, Limelight, and some other major Akamai. organizations. What? Akamai? I don't know how to pronounce that. Akamai? Probably Akamai. But they've got 376 different web pages. Well, groups who have more and more web pages are all basically doing an IPv6 dry run. Mm. We aren't participating in this, are we? No. No, we're not. Okay. That's too bad. <laughs> Unless you want to, you know. It's too late. June 3rd. Oh, oops. Okay, so, so we're not participating. brought this up to me earlier. All right. Anyways, Groupon, Pandora, IPO. <laughs> Tech bubble of the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Coming back again. So LinkedIn did their IPO and was successful. And then on the coattails of that, Groupon filed to raise $750 million for their IPO. 
like that's their target. Yeah. What about Pandora? Pandora said they want to raise $123 million, which they will offer 13.7 million shares at $7 to $9 each. You going to pick up any Pandora shares? I don't know. Pandora... I'm not sure about that one. But yeah, so LinkedIn did their IPO. Groupon wants to do an IPO. Pandora wants to do by Zanga for Farmville Farmville fame, wants to do an IPO by the end of this month. You know, I almost want a a Zynga share just so I can go to their meetings (laughs) and say, like, you are terrible people. They're not – hey, they're just putting out a game. It's not your fault that – People no, on here. No, no, it, not not that. It's just that they the way they design their games, which is to say, steal blatantly <laughs> and skimp over quality for speed and addictiveness. It works though, doesn't it? <laughs> to some extent, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, World Health Organization has said cell phones are now officially on the list of things that cause cancer. Yes, it is on the list of carcinogens. Which I find kind of ridiculous, because if it was a serious carcinogen, the number of wireless users are going up, even especially in um, third world countries where it's faster to set up a mobile network than it is to actually set up, you know, landlines everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I note the ad for Samsung that I just got was adorable because it was a cat that it was just staring at me. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, they uh, it's on the same thing as what? Uh, lead? gasoline exhaust and chloroform okay um if you want to find out your risk of cancer there is a website whose name is i'm waiting for it to load come on the environmental working group Ah. they tracked the specific absorption rate of basically basically how much um radiation your phone produces yeah so the FCC's legal limit for mobile phones is 1.6 watts of radio frequency uh, energy per kilogram. And Dave, in case you are wondering, our 1. phone... 1.31. Yeah, you just yeah, looked it up, I didn't you? Up. I looked it up. I'm like, I wonder. Yeah. So it's below the legal limit. Mm-hmm. Now, those... Very close to it. Those legal limits are the maximum amount. So your phone might be giving off less. Your head might be really thin. You might be absorbing more. You may be uh, thin-skulled. Who knows? So that's your worst-case scenario is 1.3. I wonder which phones are at the top of the list. Well, they have the full list. If you I'm click. looking right now. <laughs> at the top of the list, we have the Motorola V30 and the Motorola ST7790 at 1.4 watts per kilogram. The Trio is up at 1.4. A lot of Motorola stuff up at the top end. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Motorola. Yes. They're blaming Android. Really? Yes. For and what? Oh, crap. I put the wrong. You put that yeah, I, I was looking at that. Motorola blames Android or Apple, Andy? They blame Android. Okay. See, that's different than what you t- what you typed out. Yes. Let me go and fix that one as well. Uh, Motorola is blaming Android and the openness of the Android marketplace for issues with their cell phones. Excuse me. They are saying that of all the Motorola Android devices that are returned, 70% come back because of applications affecting performance. Not because of a hardware issue, but because of programming issues with Android applications. Motorola blames Android. There we go. Yeah. Bullshit. Well, I do have to say, the problem with my cell phone 
was because of Android when I returned it. Sort of, but not because of the openness of the marketplace. No. <laughs> yeah, it was because of the um, hardware issue that wouldn't let me right. easily hack it. And that's not even Motorola anyways. That was no. HTC. Oh, by the way, I've written a Hangman application for Android. Ah, what's your uh, database for your dictionary? It's hard-coded. Really? For now. The, that, that was our homework assignment, was to write a hard-coded Hangman. Uh, uh, the next homework assignment is read it from a file. The one after that is going to be... or No, the next one's where you, you can edit it, and the one after that is you read it from a file and you edit it. Ah, uh, TinyDB. Are you guys using TinyDB, or what are you guys using? No, we're using XML files. Oh, okay. Right now, I'm I'm barely even using the XML file. It's it's a resource. Hmm. Okay. It's really cool, though. I'm excited. I've learned a lot. I miss programming. Okay. Uh, how are we doing on time, Andy? We're still good. So because we've like so many more. Uh, Skype. Yeah. Um, got reversed engineered. Oops. So open source Skype. <laughs> Well, they put it out there, except their open source Skype is based off of one of the previous versions of Skype. It's actually um, Skype uh, 1.x, 3.x, and 4.x, and we're, what, on, like, Skype 5, almost Skype 6 now? Somewhere around there. Let's see about Skype. 5.1 is what I'm using right now. Okay. Skype beta. What's the current Skype beta at? Uh, 5.2 is the current beta. Okay. So we're not at 6 yet, but we're still 5.2... Skype <laughs> oh, that's right. 10 way video calls? Jeez. I keep forgetting that. What? That Microsoft bought Skype. Yes. So, I I don't know. It, it seems kind of ridiculous that people would want to reverse engineer Skype. Because Skype to why Skype... Why not just make it your own? ...is free. Yeah, why don't you just make your own audio and video conferencing? I don't know. It's just like saying, I'm going to reverse engineer, like, Linux or something. No, because Linux is already open. Okay. Skype is not. I'm going to... Re- well, I'm trying to think of something that's free and... AIM. Well, yeah, I'm going to reverse engineer AIM. Why? It's free to use. Everybody's already using it. Uh, and it's available on multiple platforms. Yeah. <laughs> it. I understand the, the idea behind it to try know. and make it open to everybody, but it already basically it, is open to everybody. It seems ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe they want to be able to change it. Change it how? Change it why? I don't know. I do know that Windows 8 looks very familiar. Yeah, Windows 8 looks a lot like Windows Phone 7. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would like it. About Windows 8. Didn't Windows 7 come out like a year and a half ago? I do believe so. Why are they already talking about Windows 8? I thought Microsoft said they wanted to increase the speed of... Development? Yeah. But Why? <laughs> Because everything it, else is you, moving faster no, and faster. But if you charge two to three hundred dollars a copy, you can't produce a new well, I guess Apple shows us that you can. Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of that, WWDC is coming out too and they're hopefully going to announce iOS uh five. Five, yeah. That's this month, isn't it? That should be this week, if I remember correctly. Yeah. WDC is always around the same time as E three. June sixth through June tenth. All right. Yeah, I just I, heard a story about this kid in China who sold his kidney so he could buy an iPad 2. I just noticed that, too. Kate actually heard that before I did. What? About the kidney. Yeah, and my only thought is, like, wow, bad timing, kid. It's June. <laughs> <laughs> you never buy Apple products in June. 
I have just been informed I am not allowed to sell my organs for Apple products. Good. Oh, sorry. To um, she had just expanded to any type of electrical equipment. So you sell it for non-electrical equipment, and then you trade that for electrical equipment. <laughs> I'm just not going to sell my organs in general. I like my organs where they are. Oh, come on. You don't need that second kidney. True. I, well, it's actually more of a liver that would be the one that I would want to get rid of, because your liver can... So you your need liver, your liver. No, you need your liver. I, I know, but I swear, is, is it the, the one where you can take like a piece of the liver, and it will start to grow to a full-size liver again? Or no, is it, no, it will not. You can ask Limmer about that. True. No, you need your liver. What you don't need is a second kidney. I'm still not going to give up my second kidney. We have two of them for a reason. How about your gallbladder? You don't need that. <laughs> like I said, I like my organs where they are. I could just rearrange them. I'd, I'd move things around. You wouldn't even notice that they're gone. Dave, if I wake up in a <laughs> bathtub... Tub of ice... <laughs> I'm going to hunt you down if that happens. Wait, what if it wasn't me? <laughs> I'm still going to hunt you down. But it wouldn't be... I, fuck. <laughs> so Windows 8 looks a lot like the Windows phone. Yeah, it still has a quote-unquote classic mode, which looks like Windows 7 and XP and everything else. I don't know if I like the Windows phone interface. Okay, so it would work the, best... The idea is they're making it idiot-proof. They're turning it into Mac. But even the Mac interface currently right now is not idiot-proof. I brought my mom into the Apple store to show her Macintosh because she had her friends all talking about Apple computers. Yeah. Doesn't she have an iPad now, though? Yes, she has an iPad. Does she use her iPad? That is up for debate. <laughs> Does she know how to use her iPad? That is also up for debate. But with a desktop, a keyboard and mouse, do you really want to have these big, huge blocks well, to I click on? Well, I think some of it, Andy, is that it's designed to be used without a keyboard and mouse. But we're still, with desktop computers, which is what most of Windows is sold. Granted, yes, tablets are coming into existence, but still, most computing is still with a keyboard and mouse. Yep. And it seems a little ridiculous. Yep. So unless this is going to be Windows 8 is only going to be for tablets, I don't like the interface. Nope. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm going to stick with 7 until... 9? <laughs> unless it's 9 actually, looks it, like it's 8. It's generally pretty good policy with Windows to skip every generation. <laughs> you think, right? ME sucked. XP was okay. Vista started off really crappy. 7 was okay. Yeah, you seem to have a... <laughs> you, the, the rule of thumb with Windows now, uh, you know, XP was actually really well done. Vista, they tried to do too much. They didn't do it well enough, but they made up for it by Service Pack 2. It was just fine. Yeah, but still, out but of the gate, it... Rule of thumb, skip every other generation. That seems to be a pretty decent rule. It, it, its track record seems to be solid. Yeah. All right, Dave, so um, this one topic I actually wanted to get to was the first topic I posted. Oh. oh. Call of Duty Elite monthly fee yes so call of the call of it's call of duty multiplayer the multiplayer is still free but there are additional customer service aspects of it that would uh be only available to those who pay a monthly fee stat tracking yeah stat tracking um friends lists support for mobile devices wait friends it's an xbox right yeah so what they're going to remove my access to xbox live no but probably able to create a secondary friends list for just call of duty people is what my guess is 
have my Xbox Live friends list. Which has a cap of, what, 100 people? Okay, so? You're going to want to use a... What happens if you have more than 100 people you want to be friends with on Call of Duty? Then I want you to come over and punch me in the face. <laughs> Just doing a hypothetical situation. There's, And there's also um, elite players will be offered tournaments and other events with prizes. It will be stat tracking, strategy guides, detailed information on maps and weapons. So you pay for a bonus. Yes, nothing competitive bonus wise. So no special oh, guns no, no, or that no, sort no. of stuff. Oh no, 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 no. I would, I would argue with that. I would argue giving them a breakdown of the maps and stuff, giving them better training is a competitive bonus. You're not giving them a better gun in game, but you're no. still getting them more preparation. You are making it easier for them to get better. Yes, but they still have to be good. Yes, I can see that training is a huge part of it. Those who have the time and those who have the money get good at the game. Right. But it's it's not like giving them an I win button. No. So Damn shamans. <laughs> Still, shamans have an I win button? No. No? Not nearly as much. And now, since it's cross-faction, it doesn't really matter. That is Ever true. Ever since Burning Crusade, when Alliance got shamans, now dwarves can be shamans. Really? Yep. I still like my dwarf hunter, though. And Torrens can be paladins. God, I haven't touched him in forever. Yep. Hunters don't need ammo anymore. So wrong. In fact, hunters don't use mana anymore. So wrong. So it's very different. I would go in there and I wouldn't know what to do. No, you you wouldn't. It would be like just start over for the first ten levels and then go back up and play. (laughs) So a quick note. YouTube is adding a Creative Commons license to their website. Okay, so the things published there, or some of the things published there, you could put, you could post a YouTube video and put it under Creative Commons, so other people could go and use it, use it as they see fit. Okay, I thought it was already Creative Commons. Nope. Oh, okay, cool, good and for they've YouTube. Got the, they've got a built-in editor too, so YouTube.com/editor, so you could search all of the Creative Commons videos for clips that you want to see, okay. clips that you need, like <laughs> City at Night, Duck on a Lake. Wow. Cable car, Golden Gate Bridge, stuff like that. Okay. Lots of B-roll. Yeah. Lots of B-roll. So if anybody wants to do a YouTube video, there you go. Okay, we should probably hit the... Um, Reviews. Yes. First up would be the games. Dave, you have Sim Earth, which is like the one Sim game I have not played. You never played Sim Earth? Never played Sim Earth. Sim Earth was the hardest Sim game to pick up. It really? was the most complex... I mean, like... It blew SimCity out of the water. Well, yeah, because it's an entire world. There was a monolith. What? There was monolith as one of the things you could place. (laughs) Really? Yeah, and it encouraged evolution. Huh. Yeah, and place equipment or items that interfere with the planet's development, such as oxygen generators, monolith. Huh. Yeah, I was awful at it, but I would sit there for hours just kind of clicking. (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> development stages of the planet can be reverted and repeated until the planet dies 10 billion years after its creation, the estimated time when the sun would become a red giant and kill all all of the planet's life. Yeah. So it's the one sim game that will end no matter what. <laughs> there is an end. <laughs> but it, it was really like their most uh, ambitious sim game. Oh, you can get it on the Wii Virtual Console if you want. Oh, joy. 
in case you want to go back and yeah. the other one which I, I I'm gonna throw in there because it was so close to Sim Earth was Sim Life. Did you ever play Sim Life? There was a Sim Life. There was a Sim Life. Okay, so there are two games that I have not played. Really, genetics? Yeah, you got to fuck around with with combining animals. And oh plants my! And making new world and new life and new civilizations. That's crazy. <laughs> Stegosaurus, rhinoceros, flying fish, gray squid. Jeez, oh jeez. Hmm. Okay, so there are two skim- sim games that I have not played. Now, everything else I've tried at least once. Everything? Are you sure? Sim Golf, yeah. Sim Park, yeah. Sim Isle, yeah. Sim Health, yeah. You're looking at the Wikipedia Sims, aren't you? Yeah, just to double check to make sure. Sim Refinery? Mm-hmm. Sim Health? What the hell Sim Health? It was more of a... National Healthcare Simulation. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, I, it was not fun. I think I tr- sim refinery. It was that factory simulation that my dad gave me was, yeah, for his that's class. Not, that's not sim refinery, though. No, but that got me into sim refinery. Ah, okay. And that got me into what other sim games are there. And it, okay, it, yeah. so what's what's your game? My game, um, it's a lot like a game I've done before, uh, but this one's called Rocket Mania. It's sort of like Pipe Dream, but not. It was a game that was on Yahoo it's a while like ago. It's like this game, but it's not this game. Well, it's but along it's those same lines. Like where you're trying, you have a bunch of fuses, and you're trying to launch rockets off the other side of the screen. And you do it by connecting fuses. Like, basically, instead of like connecting pipes, you're connecting the, the fuse to multiple rockets, and you try and launch a lot of rockets at the same time. Okay. I played this thing for hours during school, unfortunately. <laughs> there was one time where I just started playing on Yahoo, because that's what I would do. And so normally I would only play for like 20 minutes, and the game difficulty would be ramped up, and then I would um, die. But uh, one time I was able to keep myself going for about two and a half hours. Which... I couldn't. I, I don't know if that's a, a feat or not. <laughs> What's the average length of a game? Well. It's one of the games where you keep on playing until you run out of time. That is a little okay. timer sort of stuff. Right, but I, I'm so. What's the average length? I I normally could only keep it going for two minute or twenty minutes. And one time you got two hours. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. It's mine. It's very. So it's a. I see it as a PopCap game, which it's published by PopCap Games. There you go. Ha ha. Oh. Oh. Hee hee. Hoo hoo. Okay. Oh, speaking of PopCap games, uh, Plum, uh, Plants vs. Zombies is on the Android now. Yeah, it, it has been. For a couple of days. Has it only been a couple of days? Yeah. Oh, I got it for free. As did I. Thank the you. The Amazon App Store. Amazon App Store, yes. Yep. It doesn't work on the tablet. It doesn't work on the tablet? No, I was rather disappointed. I haven't gotten it to work on my tablet yet. It would seem like that would be the best place to play it. It would be on the I tablet. I know, but it wasn't working on the tablet. Hmm. It just goes back to the home screen. I'm going to look at LogCat and see if I can find out why. You don't know a log, never mind. Yeah, you just spoke Greek to me. I know, sorry. LogCat so, is the log produced by the operating system as it runs. Hmm. So you can see exactly when things crash out. Yeah, it, well, only if they've got the error messages in them. Ah, gotcha. So our random review is a game that Dave hasn't played, but I have played. Give me a little bit of time. Um, your classes are ending soon, so you're going to have plenty of time, which I'm hoping yeah, well, would actually that's my help. Because 
Granted, Dave, I'm also working full-time now, so... What? Yeah. You have a full-time job? Yes. Where? And did you notice anything different? No. Exactly. Where are you working? So, any, anyway... No, but you can't just drop that in there. I just did, and I'm moving on. And I'm refusing to. Where are you working? <laughs> uh, it's a manufacturing plant on the north side of Kalamazoo. Ah, so see, there's the difference. What? I'm still 9 you to have, 5. Okay, so you have 40 hours a week. Yes. And when you come home yes. at 5 o'clock, yes. do you bring your work home with you? He is looking for a loophole, yeah. <laughs> Not a loophole, it's the fact that I work closer to like 60 to 80 hours a week. Okay, that's your prerogative. You can go with it. Good. So can we move on to the random review? Yeah, and then you have to tell me more about this job. <laughs> Okay, so the random review is L.A. Noir, which, which is, is a it's rock star. Yes, so it it's is. A, oh, I'm sorry. Would you? Okay, you can go ahead. It's an open world game. Now, it's not the tongue-in-cheek open world of Grand Theft Auto. It's more along the lines of seriousness, like um, sort of Red Dead Redemption, even though that was still somewhat of a caricature of the Wild West. Well, but, but this, isn't this a caricature of like the 1950s detective series? Well, it's 1940s. LA and they wanted it to basically be as real as possible like you have 8 square miles of LA and they said that they've got it down 90% of the street layout of the landmarks of even what's in the windows that from everything is what from the 1940s yes so this is pre um freeway system 1940s LA which the the game kind of works you through different cases, so you can't just, you know, drive around willy-nilly. You could if you wanted to. It wouldn't be a very open sandbox if you couldn't. No. So, yes, you can drive around. Yes, you can steal other people's cars. Since you're a cop, you can say, hey, this is a police emergency, and just take their car. Cool. But, so um, they managed to just pull that in from... The original GTA, yeah. Yeah. But most of your time is actually spent trying to solve different types of cases. There's... Um, they have basically the, the patrol where you're just a patrolman and then you go to traffic and then homicide and then vice and then arson. So you, that's how you progress up as you go move to different traffic desks. Apartments. Yeah. Okay. I understand that they're trying to make it as real as possible, but the cars drive like crap. Well, it's a rock star game, Andy. Are you expecting G- like Gran Turismo? No, I'm, I'm I'm expecting. I know they're 1940s, and so you're talking pre-power steering, pre like pre um, brakes, and this sort of like the the disc brakes. Brakes. Yeah, not pre brakes <laughs> I was trying to think I'm, of pre disc brakes. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had brakes. <laughs> yeah, they had brakes, but they were still drums back then, and so the stopping capabilities were not as good. So right. I expect them not to drive like the cars in. Grand Theft Auto 4. But at but the I, same time, you expect them not to drive like the cars in Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> yeah, it... Oh, my goodness. They're just slow-moving. They're all just... It's all just muddled. Pre-breaks. <laughs> and so, most of the time, you can actually get your partner to drive you between locations that you scour. Mm-hmm. And so, that's what I'm doing most of the time. So, I don't even actually see this huge, elaborate city that they've built because I'm just having him drive from place to place because I hate... You're being ferried. Yeah, I hate driving in this game. It sucks. Driving is something they could patch. 
Or there Maybe, could be DLC of a like modern car. Yeah, that's not going to work because they want to keep it as legitimate. They've kept all. <laughs> they've taken photos from um, University of Southern California of L.A. at the time, and they've tried to recreate it as much as possible. So I, they get their straight vibe from it. But I don't see any of it because the time spent between so locations walk. in the cases sucks. So walk. Well, you can't. <laughs> Dave, it takes you – somebody time this. It takes you a half hour to drive from one end of the map to the other. Well, it's eight miles of downtown L.A. It should yeah. take you half an hour. <laughs> so trying to walk from location to location would be even longer. Wait, did you say it was eight miles – eight square miles or eight miles? About eight square miles is what they said. Okay, so then it's only like three miles. But still, half hour 2. to drive 8. from end to end. 2.9. 2.94? Is that right? 1.414. 2.82 is what it is. Or maybe it's a half-hour round trip. I'm not exactly sure. But it's it's, it's only 2.8 miles from one end to the other then, roughly, assuming it's a square. Well, it's more of a um, elongated rectangle. More of like a parallelogram okay. on an angle. So it's probably like two by four. About, yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I'm halfway through the game right now. So I basically just finished up the uh, homicide cases. And the repetitiveness is starting to get to me. In the beginning, it was everything was brand new. It's like searching for cases, trying to find clues, trying to interrogate people, trap them in their lies, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was all brand new, and so it was exciting. But now it's getting to the point where it's just like... So it, it, it's like a Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney with Grand Theft Auto graphics. Yes. Where it's, okay, I get to a place, I search around, find clues... Basically like a pixel hunt sort of thing. I have to go around, is this object good? No, it's not. Is this object good? No, it's not. Is this what I'm looking for? Is this what I'm looking for? Yeah. Okay. You do that until it tells until you can set up audio clues to tell you that you found all the pertinent clues for an area. So that's when you go to an area, you walk around, find clues, you hear the little chime that says you're done, so then you go and talk to the person. Wow. So it really is like train monkey. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't sound all that great. That's what I'm starting to notice. <laughs> you came into this with a whole different view, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. It's going to be Grand Theft Auto, 1940s, recreating it down to things in the shop window from what pictures they have found. Like, all these cases are based off of actual 40s cases that they have found going back into the newspaper headlines back then. But And then it's getting okay. to the point where it's just, oh. Now, there are ways uh, you can, if you decide to drive from place to place, you could go and get these street cases to try and break up the monotony. Right. But since I'm not driving anywhere, I don't get the calls. Well, perhaps you should start. But when I drive, I crash into things. I cause damage. And so I, I'm not sure if it relates to five-starring a case. Because you get ranked on how many clues you find, how many questions you get correct. Like when you question people, if you if you you can choose either to believe them, to doubt their answer, or to basically call them an outright liar. Okay. So you how your case progresses depends on how many of those you get right. Interesting. So I'm not sure if causing damage will lower my score, but it said when I ran into somebody, it said, "Hey, watch out! This will uh, this will affect your end of end of year review." I'm not sure exactly what that means. But I'm guessing that means the end of the case file. Uh, no, I, I assume it's your review as a police officer at the end of the year. But there really isn't anything. There's reviews for each case itself. There's not really anything that for an Have overall... Have played for a year? There's, it's, there are, really isn't a year in the game because it's broken up into individual cases. 
So knows? you play this case, and then an undisclosed amount of time passes. You play the next case, undisclosed amount of time passes. Play the next case. Okay. Now, also, um, the fact on the 360, it comes on three discs. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, but with the new update, they, that should get easier. But still, it's three right? discs. They, they were talking about having more disk space because of the new update. Yeah, but still, this game came out before the update, so it's three discs. Yeah. <laughs> so was Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, which, granted, I have gotten past the first disc completely, so I'm on to disc two, which it, it, they only tell you to change one time so far. It's like I finish one disc, I go to the next one, and they're like, okay, please insert disc two. Okay, I can do that. The problem is when I go to replay the old cases to try and get you five stars to, on them. You have to put back in the disc. Yes. Okay. That's typical, Andy. I know. It's still you, kind of annoying, really though. You shouldn't even worry about it. I've got all of them burned to the hard drive, but I still need the actual disc in the drive. Yes, you do. So. All right. Uh, random topic. And then let's sure. call this a day. Random topic. In your podcast relationship, who is Jim Packard and who is Michael Feldman? Now, okay. I knew who these people were. Dave, first do you know off, who these people well, First off, we, we, a podcast relationship? Yes. Are we in a podcast relationship? What? I, like, what defines it? Okay, anyways. Michael Feldman is What Do You Know from NPR, yes. which is a crappy sort of game show that comes on after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. It's basically like the old Groucho Marx. Uh, quiz show. I forgot the name of it. That's what I. That's what I see when I. What? Isn't it like you bet your life? Maybe. Or something like that. Mark's game show. You bet your life. There you go. Hey. Okay. So Michael Feldman is the host, and yes. I, I assume the other guy is his assistant. Yeah. He, uh, the other uh, Jim Packard's the announcer. I'd far. I, I'd much rather ask uh, who's Carl Castle and who's Peter Sagal. <laughs> Which is funny because I had that written down in case you had no idea who Jim Packard and Michael, Michael Feldman were. I had written down Peter Sagal and Carl Castle. Oh. <laughs> so, Andy, who's Peter Sagal and who's Carl Castle between us? <sighs> I would see my... No, see... Mm. The question becomes who is mainly in charge... Dave, who do you think is in charge? Well, you're the one who does all the work and all the audio processing and the recording. I evidently get to be the one who sets the time. Because <laughs> I'm just... The, the, I'm not sure if the announcer-host relationship, especially for like late night it TV and that sort of stuff... It doesn't work for show. No. We don't have an announcer-host relationship. We, Granted, we really I, have a, oh, I feel in my gut... That I'm leading the conversation more, more of the time. I, I think that's probably true that you end up leading it, although I'm the one that tends to push us and say, like, okay, we need to move on. That is true. I sometimes need an editor. So I don't think that either comparison is appropriate. But I I think as I lead the conversation because I suggest most of the topics. Which I was working on fixing, but I left my headset at the wrong recording area. I had topics I was going to post. This is what happens when I'm ready to go and you're not there. I go, hmm, what else could we talk about? <laughs> do, 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 well, start working my way down it, my list. It's good punishment for me. <laughs> I log on this morning, there's like two topics. I'm like, awesome. I log on when I finally get set up, there's 15. Mm-hmm. I even posted some after Dave had, which we actually didn't yeah. get to at the time. But oh well. Yeah, you bastard. Okay, anyways... <laughs> Well, 
Yeah, it's been fun. You could, you know, post topics. It's two thirty. I have to go and and actually do more work for school. <laughs> See what I mean about how you get to leave it at at, at work? You chose it. Yes, I did. You made your bed. You have to sleep in it for another week. I get to poke, keep on poking you, going, um, hello, Dave. Yeah. Can you get out of bed? No. Hey, I was up at like 9.30 today. Oh. I should just, you know, on the recording days, whenever I get up, just send you a message saying, hey, I'm up. So we can do this yeah, earlier. Yeah, that, w- that would work. I will keep that in mind today, for next time. Today what would have happened is like, yeah, sure. Wait, where's my headset? At like 11 and not at 11.57.